What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 202 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch, what's going on, dude? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I haven't seen you since last year. Yeah, I know. That's that's, that's one of my crazy. That's one of my favorite jokes. That's when like the old dad joke. Right I still there. fall for it every single time. Like when when uh, uh, the last day of work before yeah. before the new year, you know, somebody's like, uh, you know, I won't see you until next year. And it's like, what? what? Where are you going? No. <laughs> it's like, huh? Yep. And you know what? Somebody can say that to me. And then literally three minutes later, somebody else oh. can say <laughs> that to me. And every single time, it's like, what? What? Huh? Like, oh. Where's everybody going? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That that happens a lot at school. That last oh, I'm day sure. Of, yeah. That last day of Christmas break, you know, I won't see you guys till next year. And, you know, their mind's registering, like, next school year. Like, where next, are you? What? What's happening to you? And you always get a couple of them that know what's going on. They're like, uh, 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 uh. but, yeah. Taking a hiatus. <laughs> The Taking big new year. Hiatus. Have you had to write down 2023 yet? Not yet. Not yet. But It's uh, always kind of the confusing thing. So actually, uh, today at work, um, I was I was going through some emails uh, looking to see when some parts were going to be coming in, uh, you know, going back on, on confirmations uh, after after some sent POs. And uh, um, I saw one that, that said that these parts were coming in like uh, January 20 of, of 23. And I'm like, oh my god! Like you know, oh <laughs> my gosh! We're get these no, things. <laughs> like I, I'm like, oh my gosh! We are so screwed. Like whatever. And and so I said it to, to Mimi. That's the lady that I work with. I'm like, oh my gosh! And it's like, whoa, wait, no, that's it is 2023. <laughs> it is 2023. Boom! Because it's like, boy, we do not have enough to last a year. Hmm. But. Oh yeah, it always it always gets a person when you when you got to change over, yep. you know. But that also reminds you, like here in the state of Iowa, it's time to renew those fishing licenses. That's right. I mean, they're that only good right. for a few more days now. So yeah, what, what seven days, seven yeah. more days. So, so and that's always today. That's always a big thing that everybody forgets about is to you know you get so caught up and doing stuff and you don't really think about it, but it's time to start looking into it. If your state is one of them that starts, you know, their new year is their season change uh get those licenses well what's south dakota end of the end of the month do they yeah. give you all the and way yep. till the end of january yep. or something like Usually that like, so yep the end um, of january minnesota is all the way to like february 28th or something like that when walleye season closes that's right so. that's right so yeah either way uh start thinking about new licenses because i will tell you for sure that uh um next weekend the DNR will be well, out oh, in yeah. Iowa. If, if you're fishing checking. on Okaboji, if you're in Emerson Bay, Miller's Bay, Smith's Bay, out in front of the Ritz, I will personally guarantee you that you will get checked next weekend. Yep. Make sure everything, all the ATV and snowmobile stickers are up to date, everything like that, so you're good to go. Yep. They're going to be coming. So You know where you can renew your fishing license. So Where's that? Over in South Dakota. Dakota Angler. Dakota Angler. Dakota Angler. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Go and see the hike camp, boys. Tell them we sent you. Flip them off. You know. Give them a hug. Something. Whatever you want. Yeah. Do whatever you want. But uh, those guys are awesome. And uh, they run the best bait shop here in the upper Midwest. Uh, They're on the north side of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Incredible inventory. Inventory that you would expect at, at at a Shields or at a Cabela's and whatnot. But uh, this is mom and pop's bait shop, but more personable, and they know what they know their products. They know their products, and I can almost guarantee you that when you go in there, 
there's a good chance that you're going to talk to the owner or the owner's son. Yep. They're in there, and uh, that's that's just something that you don't get a lot of places. It sure isn't. And uh, not only that, if you can't make it into there, you can always go online and place an order, you know, stock up on stuff. Because if you do. If you do. You can use the code DIRTBAG. Save yourself a little bit of money at the checkout. and uh, You'll be glad you did. It's just really fun to type. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Do it for the money. Do it because it's fun to say. Do it because you are a dirtbag because you're listening to this fine program. And it was Todd's birthday just the other day. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, 83, I, I think, think it was. I think that's what it was, yeah, 83. 83. I mean, so it's, I mean, he wears it decent. He does. I mean, you I know, mean there's I, days where he shows his age, but I mean, <laughs> there's other days where it's like, man, this, yeah, this guy. Not can bad re- for 83. Yeah, this guy can really do a lot for, the, <laughs> for being 83 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh poor todd that was a joke todd it was a joke but uh no uh matt and i uh we got out fishing uh what was that saturday yeah new that year's was eve. saturday new year's eve and yeah. uh the last um, day of 2022 matt proceeded to uh get a new pb and uh a new second best pb probably yeah. Oh, uh yeah. in, in the sunfish category uh we'll talk about that a little bit later on the program but uh, if you're friends with him at all on Facebook or friends with me, um, you saw it, and uh, um, it was a pure freaking freak, freak of nature. Me. Oh yeah, it was. It's really unbelievable. Yep, and uh, yeah, when 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 you said, "Hey Scott, I got something big over here," I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, is it really big?" And you're like, "Yeah." I was like, "What is this? Yeah. Thing? <laughs> like, what just happened?" No. Nope. Yeah, so, we'll uh, talk about that later. Yeah, we will. And uh, um, speaking of big fish, uh, um, we've kind of uh, we, we've got a guy on that uh, that's going to be doing TV shows uh, showcasing big fish, yeah, three big fish, him. and uh, uh, Mike Olson, Fish Addictions TV. We've had Mike on in the past. Uh, for those of you guys that have listened to this program for a long time, uh, you, you guys probably can uh, remember back. Uh, when we had Mike on for the first time, but uh, Fish Addictions TV, uh, one of the, I mean, one of the most well-known uh, uh, fishing programs, fishing video uh, series uh, um, here in the Upper Midwest, and uh, they're a lot of fun to watch. Uh, um, we've we've had Taylor Melantine on, uh, Theo Tolliver. Um, we we've had a lot of these guys on uh, on the show. They're good dudes, um, but uh, we're gonna have Mike on to uh, talk over. Uh, the whatever it takes series. Uh, um, he, they're doing a little bit of a competition series this year, something a little bit different. And uh, Mike's going to dive in here and uh, uh, tell us all about it. So, uh, with that being said, uh, if you're ready, Matt, I'm uh, ready. We'll, I'm uh, excited to you know to find out a little bit more about whatever it takes. All right, let's uh, give him a call. And we're here today with uh, Mike Olson of Fish Addictions TV. Mike, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Oh, we're surviving. Sick of shoveling snow, I can tell you that much. Yeah, you guys can keep the snow down there. I feel like we're in North Dakota. Our our ice has already taken a good enough hit. (laughs) You guys had it early, so I guess. Yeah. All right, Mike. uh, When when we do these uh, interviews, we always uh, like to get started off with a couple of random questions. So my question for you is I want to know what is your favorite kind of frozen pizza? I like mozzalata. Oh yeah, All right. yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. So then I gotta, I, I gotta extra ask. Extra greasy. Oh yeah. 
it, it, when you eat it and it takes days off your life. That, that's yes, nice. for sure. I mean, you, you definitely pop an aspirin after you eat one of those just in case. So I, uh, so I, I review frozen pizzas on this, uh, on the show every week I review a frozen pizza and, uh, this week I'm actually doing one, uh, after we get off the phone with you about the pride of North Dakota, uh, Pizza Corner Pizzeria. You know oh, anything about it? You know what? Pizza Corner Pizza would have been my would have been what I said five six years ago. I heard but this. It's never been the same since they got sold. Yeah. Oh, so all right. so this Hunter Tookshire, uh, he is a he's a listener, and I Snapchatted it last night, and he said back in 2016 it got it got sold to a company from Minnesota. Shocker. Yeah, and uh, they they ruined it. He said they ruined it. Man, I actually have a friend that when they sold, he said the new pizza was so bad that he went and he loved it so much that he went to every grocery store within 50, 60 miles of where he lived and bought every one he could. Wow. That was the old style yet. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought the new stuff... Uh... I I thought it was pretty good, so I I, I would have really liked the old stuff. Yeah, I mean the old stuff. Like now, the new stuff, like their sausage or hamburger, is pre cooked. Where on the old stuff, it wasn't. It was like raw, oh, and it gave it a different flavor, that kind of stuff. Like now, we could talk about that this whole show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, you have met your match here. <laughs> Okay, okay but that, well, well, we, we got to talk about fishing. We'll let Matt get one more random question. <laughs> All right, my random question is, uh, if you could be the lead singer of any band, which band Ooh, would it nice. be? Oh, does it have to be a band, or could I just sing with, like, Garth Brooks? Well, I guess we, Garth could, Brooks for we, sure. we could do a duo. Ah, Chris Ledoux oh. and Garth Brooks sing yeah. a couple of duos, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could have it. You could, yeah, you could come out up, come out on stage and do a duo, or a uh, what is encore with Garth Brooks? What song are you guys singing then? Oh boy! This has got to be your karaoke song. So when you guys are traveling, oh, traveling around tra- fishing, and st- friends in little places. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. I feel like you're a fever yeah. guy. I like fever. <laughs> oh, fever. Oh, that, that's got I a lot of energy. Fever. Yeah, that's got a lot of energy. <laughs> I think I could do it. I, I think you could too. I think you could pull it off. <laughs> With enough confidence, you can pull anything. Off. I, th- I think <laughs> that's that, exactly right. Like a podcast, we've been doing it for four years. I'm a, <laughs> I want to. I want to see some sleeper house karaoke from you guys sometime. <laughs> karaoke contest. Yeah, yep, be badass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, people know you, Fish Addictions TV, and and we've had you on. I gosh, I don't remember what episode that was, but it was a long yeah, time a ago. ago. And uh, I, I'm sure that we've uh, gained some uh, listeners since then. Probably lost a few listeners since then. <laughs> but uh, um, we kind of just give us a refresher on Fish Addictions TV. Uh, how how did that whole deal start? Uh, Fish Addictions TV was the premise was just showing people that fishing is fun with your buddies and and that we could go out there and teach some people a few things we would learn a bunch of things and in the process we'd basically document everything we were doing that's really how it started it it wasn't like we're trying to be a show it was more just we want to share with people what we're doing and what we're learning and hopefully teach people along the way and uh yeah i mean that's that was the gist of it for sure and i think we've 
we've had fun doing it for whew, nine nine years of the actual show, and I think Fish Addictions has been a thing for ten. No kidding. So, Back when yeah. Pizza Corner Pizza was still good. good. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Huh. So, uh. Um, you know, in, in years past, you kind of mentioned it, but uh, you guys had uh, a, a TV show a couple years on Fox Sports, uh, Fox Sports North, and uh, then you guys uh, started doing your own deal on, on the YouTube, where it was actually a weekly uh, show similar to uh, an in-depth outdoors or a Jason Mitchell TV. Yeah. How, how, how yeah, long? We did, we did the Fox Sports North for six years. Six it's years, fun. okay. It was a great platform. But I felt like it was holding us back just a little bit. Yeah. Um, it just it it was just one of those things where you were so pushed for time. You you had to get a show filmed every week, get it filmed, get it edited. And what with the way we were doing it, we were putting a new show out every single week, and it was all current stuff. You know, none of the stuff we were putting out was less than ten days old. Was you know was more than ten days old. I mean, within ten days. So. It was it was crazy, you know. And as the as we get different ideas and we'll do different things, and it just we weren't able to. We felt like it, the the better option was for us to go on the internet web platform, and and we're still on a bunch of TV stations that, but but internet based. Your carbon yep. TV, yep. your Waypoint TVs, Outdoor Action TV, KO TV. I mean, so we're on a bunch of stations, TV-type stations, but all internet-based, so you can find us on Hulu, you can find us on Roku, I mean, all that kind of stuff, like, we're still out there, and, and honestly, I feel like we probably jumped it and kind of started all that, because a lot of guys that we were along with Fox Sports North, I've helped them transition over to those platforms, uh, they're maybe still on Fox Sports, but they're also utilizing those other platforms now. Yep. Uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I guess really it, it's probably none of our business, but uh, uh, obviously the pressure of, of getting a an episode out every single week when you're dealing with the Fox Sports of the world, you know, that's a pretty big deal. And if, if you're doing your own deal on YouTube, if, if, if a huge storm comes through and you can't kick one out, that's just the way it is. You're not kicking one out. But but did sponsorships have anything to do with that? I mean, obviously Fox Sports is getting the money on the advertisement, where if you guys are doing YouTube, you guys – I mean, did that have anything to do with that? No. Honestly, the big kicker was is Fox Sports sold the Valley Sports. Okay. Our contract right. with Fox Sports was up, and – we had to make a decision because they're multi-year, right? So we had to make a decision to do what we wanted to do. So I, we're looking into the future. And the way we wanted to take things was we wanted to not really have our hands tied anymore. Like, not that that tied our hands, but there were certain things we couldn't do, certain things we maybe couldn't say, certain yep. oh, things yeah. we couldn't release. You know, so it was, it was just a little bit of more like we had a lot more freedom in the in their internet world and and so we just took it and ran with that and and really have never looked back right right nice now no so this year you guys are doing something a little bit different uh instead of the uh the the weekly episodes uh you know of, of different destinations and everything uh you guys are doing a 
uh, kind of, I don't know what you'd call it. Is it a, a competition series called Whatever It Takes? Yeah, so we got three teams, uh, all fish addictions guys, all familiar faces. And, you know, we, we've watched these competitions unfold to with our friends up north right and they're awesome they're fun to watch yep but we all sat around we're like can we get this caliber of fish here you know because one of the rules is in in this competition is it has to be caught on the ice and it has to be caught in the u.s now we can go up to canada fish you know things are pretty much wide open but we wanted to see what we could do right here in the states and then film it and so far i mean I don't want to give too much away, but hold on because it's going to get very interesting very fast. Nice. So, That's cool. Uh, it, it, it's it's one of those things, you know, that we we changed up the format. I mean, if you don't, I, I you mind if I go through the format? No, no absolutely. Right absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, so we got three teams and basically uh, teams of two. And how we're doing it is we're doing a year long thing and we have 13 species. So, the top three fish that each kit each team catches out of each species, you add those up to get your winner of that of that uh, category. So the thirteen categories. So if you have a twenty-eight and a twenty-eight and a thirty-inch walleye, you add those up, and that's your total number of inches, and that's how you win that category. All right. So at the end of that, each category is worth three points if you win it. Two points if you're the second place team, and one point if you're the last place team. But you don't get any points if you didn't at least mark one fish in that category. That that so was a question you, of mine. If 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 you only got one, did you get the point? Because uh, so so if you get one, you're still good. But if you blank, then you're at a zero. Right, then you're at okay. a zero. So it forces us to have to catch in each category because there's thirteen categories. So. That, that was the biggest thing is we didn't want somebody to be like, oh, well, we don't need that point in this category, right? So we're trying to do that. And then the three fish, because we're fishing the full year, which we're all finding out, 13 fish to catch three big ones is not easy. So no, you're, not not at, you're looking at 30, what is it, 39, hopefully trophy caliber fish over the course of 16 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and it's tough to, like, what you're talking about there, too, like, with the trophy-caliber fish, like, when to know, like, do we keep trying to upgrade this, or is this as good as we're going to get for the area we're fishing? I mean, there's all kinds of strategies that really go into it when you start thinking about what with 13 different, you know, categories. Right, are you content with just taking two points and, and, you know, hey, this isn't one that we're going to win, you know, we're all right with two points, we're all right with one point, or or do you... Well, and it's interesting because each team has their own strategy. Like we, all, all all six of us talk amongst each other a little bit, you know. But we're all being pretty secretive about (laughs) about what's going on and where we're at. But we have a rule, so all six of us have. Well, and our camera guy and our main guy that's keeping the scoreboard, we're all we all have a uh, text chain going. So, like, if I go out and catch a ten and a half inch bluegill. I have to send a, a snap or a, a text to the group with a picture of bluegill in the size. Okay. So we're right. doing that up to the last two weeks. And then at the last two weeks, we'll all know where we're at. But then at the last two weeks, none of us get to see the scoreboard, but we still have to send a picture of the fish, but not on a ruler. Then. 
Now we're just sending a picture <laughs> of a fish so we can all guess. Oh crap, Taylor and Jim just upgraded Gill for sure, but maybe they're holding it close to the camera. Maybe yeah, it's a twenty five inch walleye and it's Playing and it looks like a thirty us. inch walleye, yeah. you know. So we're trying to just just spiff it up a little bit like that. So the the competition started two weeks ago. And it ends March 31st is the last day of the competition. Okay, March so, 31st. Yeah, it's it's so far it's been well we've had crazy weather. Right. So we're we're documenting that. I mean that's and what, what we're really trying to do is fish addictions has always been about a bunch of guys out having fun. We work jobs. We have kids. We have families, and that's what this competition is about too. Like, how are we going to fish competitively? around the fact that we have families and jobs and other things going on, but still fish competitively amongst each other, which is turning out to be a lot more competitive than I thought it was going to be, <laughs> which is good. Yep. And we're self-filming each other. I mean, we're self-filming ourselves 80%, 85% of the time. So it's not going to be the b-roll all the stuff that people are really used to with fish addictions we're trying to do that kind of stuff but you guys as well as myself when we're out there fishing trying to win a competition because we all want to win we sometimes well we don't have time to get all the b-roll and all the crazy things we always used to get with fish addictions like in our show yep. so it's, but it's turning out to be pretty cool and uh, it, it's fun to see it's almost like a bunch of mini episodes within an episode with all the guys because we're almost all doing our own little episode inside of of the competition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what what are the thirteen species that you guys are chasing this year? Then, oh, you're gonna put me on the spot. Uh, it's walleye, pike, perch, bluegills, crappie, burbots, lakers. Largemouth bass, smallmouth bass, white bass, tulipy, stream trout, and saugers. Okay, oh, that's right. thirteen. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Which which one do you think is going to be the toughest for everybody to get? If you said right away, I would have said largemouth bass, but. I can tell you that there's plenty of them on the board already. I was going to say, largemouth, large you usually, you know, tangle in with one of those when you're out there fishing for crappies or bluegills, so. But yeah. I've never had that, you know? So really? So, like, for me, I was, like, I was trying to think, uh, how many largemouth bass have I ever caught through the ice? I think two ever. Really? Oh. Yeah. I caught two the other day when I was fishing. fishing and what have you, but it's just not, for us, it's not super common. Um and then probably like your stream trout, which would be like your browns and, and that kind of stuff. Kind of, there's lakes that are stocked with them, but if you want to compete in it, you might have to go to Milwaukee to the harbors. And that's the other thing about this. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We're not limited to where we're at geographically. Like, some of these guys are going to go to the extreme. Well, I'm talking major trips to make sure that they get the fish. Because remember, the rule is, it's got to be on the ice, and it's got to be in the United States. Outside of that, there's no boundaries. How many How many states do you think are going to get touched in this competition? By the guess, counting the ones you drive through? Yeah. You think, you think someone's really going to head out there? I would say nine, 
plus. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, and yeah, I mean, stream trout guys might. Uh, there's been murmurs of driving to Milwaukee and or further. Uh, there's been guys talking if Lake Erie freezes over, they're going up there for walleyes. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just don't stick uh, any lead weights in them, right? Well, that's not a weight competition. Yeah, weight. <laughs> it's not a weight competition. Yeah, it's all links. So. <laughs> now, now let's go over these. Uh, let's go over these teams once. Uh, first off, we've got the Bearded Buddies, which is you and Josh Clawson. Yep. The Grease Ciders. <laughs> well, what? we have a joke up here in that Taylor and Jim are both from East Grand Forks. Ah. We call we call people from East Grand Forks because it's like the Minnesota and North Dakota side, so they call themselves the greasers. All right. They're, okay. the, they're the grease siders. Okay, that's Taylor and, and Jim. And then uh, the step cousins, which is a spectacular name. Uh, that That's Anthony <laughs> and, and Chris. Oh, really? They are step cousins. Oh, really? Nice. All right. <laughs> nice. So that's Anthony and Chris. So I got to ask you, uh, if, if if you can't pick you and Josh, who do you think's going to win it? Josh, you know. Who's your biggest competition, do you feel? Who might you slash it, their tires? <laughs> uh, They're stuck in a snowbank. It's, it's, it's such a hard question because I think Taylor is going to be the guy that fishes the hardest yeah. out of everybody, but maybe not willing to go to the lengths of everybody else. That'll, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe he won't travel four or five states away to go do something, but he might. Like, it's crazy because we've talked about this a lot. But then you got Chris and Anthony who, they're sneaky. Like, they're probably the, the quietest of the group. Like, I don't know what their next move is going to be where I see Taylor enough and I talk to him where I feel like I can, hey, he's going to go after these big gills. And, the, and one of the things is, is like, all of us know the same spots, right? Because we've been in fishing right. nations filming for nine years. So we've gotten to a lot of big fish areas and, and know a lot of these things. So, like, you're speculating, are they going to go there? I, I don't think I could outright say, I think Josh and I are willing to go the farthest and do that. But I think Anthony and Chris are pretty sneaky. And Taylor and Jim just depends how far they're willing to go from what i'm picking up uh if i'm picking up what you're putting down i think you're saying taylor's not a good enough fisherman to pull it off <laughs> no no, no. That's, yeah, not, I'm, taylor, taylor that's, is, a, is a phenomenal fisherman and he's got the most grit like he's got the most i'm doing this and i don't care who's in front of me i'm gonna get this done right so he's he's no, I wouldn't say that about Taylor. Well, that's that's what I, that's what I was picking up. So. <laughs> now, it, it, you know, you guys kind of mentioned this a little bit on the first on the intro episode. You know, with Anthony and uh, Chris, they kind of live far apart, so that like puts a whole wrench into the whole thing too of getting together and going out and chasing fish. You know, well, as a team, that's that's the great thing about this competition is I don't have to be fishing with Josh for a fish to count. Oh, okay. The fish, so the fish counts as long as you get it on camera and you get the right measurements and you have, we have the official boards that we're using. And as long as it's on the board, you could be fishing with your wife and kids and catch a 30 inch walleye. The, the thing is, is you have to catch it. It has to be caught on camera. And 
it has to be measured on the board and it will count. All right. So we don't have to be fishing with each other. He could go out, like Chris lives down by you guys, yep. and he could go out with you guys and which don't go helping him now. <laughs> well, he is part of, uh, he's part of the, you know, but he could go fishing with you guys and catch a 11-inch bluegill and it would count as long as he brought his camera, did everything. And that's kind of what we're trying to portray is the fact that it doesn't have to be with us. We can still go fishing with our buddies. We can still go fishing with our family. We can go out on our own. We can get together. Uh, we're actually planning a couple trips where we all go together and maybe we don't, you know, fish all the same lake, but we'll get like a cabin to get that fish addictions camaraderie feel. We'll start out. We'll give each other a hard time. You know, everybody leaves in the morning. Who knows where everybody goes? Maybe we all go to the same spot. Maybe we all separate and come back at the end of the day and BS and give each other a hard time again. You know? Yeah, I like I like that because you're sitting there, you're kind of thinking, man, they caught you know they caught some huge perch yesterday. I wonder where they were at. They're not going after perch today, so huh? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So put a little twist onto it, a little bit like that, and and we're having a lot of fun with it right now. So it, it, we're we're excited. It's it's just a little bit different twist, and uh, we've got a few people that are like, oh, you're doing this another competition. Well, if they look into what we're doing, we're doing something totally different than anybody's done. Well, so, and, and everyone everyone seems to really like the competitions. Yeah. You know, 39 hours and, and game of inches, uh, uh, you know, they've they've been successful, I would I would assume. And, uh, oh, yeah, um, I, I sure. mean, you know, there's, and, there's and a lot of room. Right. You, you, you get a competition feel like, I'm old. I can't play baseball and basketball, football, and that kind of stuff more. I need a little competition. Yeah, life. yeah, absolutely. So that's what we're doing. We can go fishing. And and it, like you said, it's anything that anybody can do with a, their group of buddies. I mean, we all have our fishing buddies and stuff like that. And sometimes just to change it up, I mean, we've done it before where it's like, all right, you know, everybody throw a couple bucks into a hat and say, okay, the biggest, you know, bluegill wins today and stuff like that. So then it just kind of changes the way you fish. It kind of makes you know it really like you get after like you said that competition that we all crave sometimes every fish has a purpose yep. it's kind of like playing you know fantasy sports like instead of paying attention to one team you kind of pay attention to what's going on throughout the whole team you know all football season right so yep. or whatever so that's kind of what we're doing and if this goes well like we'd love to like have a competition the fish addictions versus the rest you know yeah, like something nice. like that maybe that's what's next you know yep. like against our viewers or something like that that'd be kind of fun and and there really hasn't been anything like this in the states you know everybody right. it, you know it kind of like highlights your own backyard too we all kind of take for granted what we have right here in front of us and we always think that we got to you know go up to canada or you know go to these destination spots but sometimes just what you have in the backyard i mean you can go out there and hammer a big one and you never really would have realized it if you went to fished it well it's crazy because we took the list of fish and you know it's top three for each division right and we took all every all six of us took a piece of paper and we wrote down what we thought it was going to take to win each division and we were i was astounded about how, I mean, it, it, like, let's just say walleye, for instance, you know, uh, everybody was, was in that, like, 90, like, 80, 86 inch range, oh, 86, yeah, yeah. 89, to win a walleye, 
mean, you're talking three 28-inch fish. Yeah. You know, like how many times has a lot of people caught three 28-inch fish in a season? Oh, yeah. No Never doubt. in my life. <laughs> so, so that'll so, I mean, answer like, that. Some astounding numbers. Pike? Like, it was a 42-and-a-half-inch average to win the pike is what people were saying. That's like, this is the kind of This is the kind of stuff that that you you look at it and you're like, ooh, man, if that happens, holy man. And you're like, that's going to be crazy because that's a that's big pike. Oh, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Can you do, can you do uh, private waters or is this strictly public? No, you can do private. You can do as long as it's on ice. Okay. The only nice. thing you, you you can't pay somebody like so we can't pay a guide to take us out. We can't. I mean, we can go with our friends that are guides, but right. we can't pay a guide to go out. We can't do any of that, and it, it can't be like you can't take a be in a boat at all. So it's got to be on the ice in the United States, and you just can't pay anybody to do it. So those are the main rules, and you can't. You have to obviously have it filmed. You have to have the fish catch filmed. And then the fish on the ruler. Yep. Nice. Now, is this just for bragging rights, or is there like a, a grand prize that you guys have no. set in stone? Yes. So there's going to be. We haven't really put it out there because. Oh uh, we, well, you don't we have kinda, you don't have to you don't have kinda, to spoil it either. No, no, that's fine. We, I, well, yeah, there's going to be like some like it's looking like our sponsors and stuff are stepping up for everybody in here and it's going to be like a $10,000 grand prize Ooh. Nice. <laughs> pissing around so, I mean we're talking live scopes and fish houses and rods oh, yeah. it's, it's becoming as we're doing it and as we're sharing some of this with our sponsors they're jumping on board and they're getting excited about it nice which uh adds a little pressure to what we're doing too right because we're having fun with it and it's still fun but it's like okay these guys are really jumping in on it let's yeah. uh let's t- put it up a notch well the crazy thing is like you guys all fish all the time you guys probably have have that friendly competitiveness i mean you you guys would do it for 10 bucks you know like, <laughs> yeah. so ten thousand is really good let's jump in let's do this so yeah how about does how about the the bottom team do that? Is there going to be something like they have to do? Shave their heads. <laughs> we really should do that, and we talked about it. And I feel like I need to call. We we need to do something crazy like that. Like I'm okay with shaving my head. Yeah. I don't think the other guy. I don't think Taylor with his pretty hair would want his head. Right. Yeah, that's right. for sure. <laughs> He's got that flow going. That's yeah. Sickest flow. <laughs> Maybe something where they got to they got to go out ice fishing in a dress for a day or something like that. That's that funny. Be, that would be fun. We should make a Taylor like is a big hockey fan, but he's he's a Minnesota Gopher fan. So just like having him wear a UND jersey for the whole day or something <laughs> like that. Would just yes, the Gopher fish harder than ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good. That'd one. be really good. <laughs> now, now, Mike, you yeah, so, you yeah, you mentioned. You mentioned a couple of those companies that are that are stepping up, and I know uh, it's up in the top right corner. Uh, if uh, if anyone's watching this, uh, whatever it takes. But what are those companies? I, I feel like you should give them a shout. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Eskimo, Ion, Garmin, Relevant Sunglasses. Jeez, uh, I'm gonna forget. Uh, Elliot Rods, all those guys. I mean, those are the main guys that are stepping up and doing this, uh, and. Those guys are 
without those guys, we would never be able to make this happen. And we're just having a lot of fun with it. Norsk batteries too. The okay, guys yeah. are all running Norsk, and and we're everybody knows we're running live scope with the thirty four transducers, and, and it's it's an unbelievable time. Those are unbelievable products, and we're fishing in some of the toughest conditions, and we're finding out really fast because. You know, this competition, like I said, started two, two and a half weeks ago. What else, the other thing I should add is this is the only competition that I can think of that you're going to see as live as it can be. Right. Yeah. Right. Because what you're seeing is literally five to six days old. Yeah. And you're going to get to follow along this ice season in these conditions at the same time you're trying to deal with the conditions. Like... When we started this, people don't really know, but I, I own the Fargo Ice Show. So it was like after the Fargo Ice Show is when this competition started because I couldn't, before that, putting it together, doing all this ice shows and stuff, we couldn't really all be out fishing. So it was like the moment go, it's been storming since. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, so like every fish catch to this point has been absolutely miserable outside. But we've all spent... A ton of time in miserable, junky conditions that most of the time we probably would be like, eh, maybe not. But then Taylor sends a picture of a nine and a half inch bluegill, and you're like, I have to go. I nope. have to go. Yes. <laughs> we have to go. Like, there is no sitting at home. Taylor is fishing right now. We can't let him fish, and we're sitting here thinking about what we're going to do next. Let's go. You can't let that greaser beat you. That's right. <laughs> right? Well, and the thing is, is like the the bite has, before that we started this competition, I know Taylor in general went up and had 10 bluegills over 10 inches and a couple over 11. And he, I know that talking to him the other day, he's been just frustrated because the moment it started, like I said, we've had this high pressure, tons of snow, and they just won't eat. It's not as easy as guys think. You can't just go out and make it happen. Yep. You got to go out and put the time in, and hopefully he can get those three. You know, he, he gets three ten and a half inch bluegills on the board. He's done with that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, no doubt. Yeah, so, you, otherwise, you're just going to sit there and chase your tail the whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I just think that's what's so neat about what we're doing is the fact that we're trying really hard to to be current, like we've always done. We've always been current with what yep. we're doing. And there's no different here. And there's going to be highs and, and there's going to be weeks where guys are like, man, nothing really happened. Well, again, we can't make it happen. We're going out there and working our tails off. And if we can catch some big fish, that's what we're doing. We're trying. And But other what other thing is, is when you're fishing for big fish, you don't normally catch a lot. Right, right. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. When you're targeting big fish, if you can get one or two big fish in an outing, that's like substantial where you might go five, six, seven times. And what people have always liked about what we're doing is we show people that we don't just go out there and whack big fish. When it happens, we're going to be the loudest group on the ice, but it just doesn't happen all the time. So I know we've had a few comments on the first couple episodes, like you guys got to step it up and catch bigger fish. Well, if you understood the conditions that we're dealing with and that's what we're trying to portray, it's not conducive to big fish. I, I, I think that's what people truly 
truly appreciate about it is is you know i mean don't get me wrong everyone loves watching a video where it's just a total you know whack them and stack them and and you know non-stop but but you know this is real you know you guys are real dudes uh you know fishing in real conditions and and uh you know some you guys are going to have these these spectacular episodes but you're going to have the episodes where you know it, it's just not as action-packed and that's that's life that's, that's every fishing. single fishing yeah yeah fishing trip well, and especially when we're trying to just show everybody the step-by-step of what's going on with each team there's going to be a, an episode where a team one team does really good and the other two teams struggle but yep. people I, I want people to see that Yep, and a lot of people do want to see it. You know, well, people, and, yeah, people need to see it. Let's face it, we are we're going to have to fish really hard to get three big fish in each category. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that any team will have three big fish in all thirteen categories. Like three big. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what people consider big, but I consider what we went down. In it's it's going to be really hard, especially when we when we all look at it. And there's 16 weeks from start to finish, like I said, to catch 39 fish. Yeah, I think I think that whoever whatever team catches the most big fish in each of the categories gets like championship tag team belts or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, that they get to yeah, keep wear around. We've got we've got a cool prize for for whoever it is because. The guys are having so much fun with it that I can almost guarantee you this is not going to be the only year we do this. We'll switch it up and and have fun with it, maybe add some people to it, do some different things, maybe on a different level. This year we're trying the whole year thing just because, you know, we've got families and jobs and that kind of stuff. and, And I think people can relate with that. You know, we try to get out as much as we can and, uh, yeah, we're, it's, it's a lot of fun so far. I can tell you that, I was down in Texas for Christmas, and the guys were texting all the fish they were catching. It drove me nuts. <laughs> I couldn't do anything about it, and I had to look at my wife and be like, "I am so happy to be here." <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't scoop but, any snow in Texas, did you? No, no. So snow. that's yeah, worth something. Snow. Oh gosh, but it it's been it's been fun so far, and it's it's been a, a banger of a start. So. I hope it continues like this and all the guys keep having fun like they're having and hopefully we get some nicer weather which i, I don't want to say it looks like there's nicer weather because i got wood right here i'll knock on wood but it looks like <laughs> it's maybe going to co- start cooperating for us what, about damn time which which category do you think that the bearded buddies is going to be tough to beat in oh i think the stream trout one okay. um just because it's going to, I don't know, I think we'll spend a lot. Josh is uh, uh, a big deal in stream trout. He loves that kind of stuff. I'll say he's kind of so a trout gonna, whisperer. We're definitely so. going to go try to do some of that, probably a little more than, than the other teams. I think we'll probably spend a little bit more time on it. And then I think the walleye category, we're going to be tough to beat in. Okay. All right. Making, making, calling your shot right now. I like it. Confidence. <laughs> I like I did, it. I, I, I did all but point the bat at the home run. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Well, Mike, uh, we appreciate you uh, joining the show uh, again, and uh, this is this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and is this? Uh, uh, w- will these videos be dropping on the same night or the same day uh, every week? 
Um, we're trying to do that about every ten days. Is every we're ten days. End up doing here. Just okay. By the time we film ourselves and get it all edited out. We're gonna try to drop it seven to ten days. Okay. It's just so hard because with weather and everything like that, we may not get enough footage to throw something out. So we're gonna, as soon as we have enough footage, our editor's gonna be just piling up. So you might get two in one week. It's a, yep. It's not really gonna. It's gonna be hard to get a consistent schedule out. Okay. Of it. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I, I think uh, Matt and I are looking forward to uh, to the rest of the uh, well, fourteen more weeks. So uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You're 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 only a little ways in. So if it's already getting good now, it's only going to get better later. So uh, um, we appreciate yeah. you joining the show, and uh, yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. I appreciate it, guys. It's always fun to listen to you guys, and thanks for having me on. And- I hope everybody enjoys as much as we are and honestly give us the feedback for anybody listening give us feedback because that's what that's how we've learned and how we've come to where we are if you like the competition stuff or or maybe you want to see something different i don't know but i always enjoy feedback good or bad oh that's and that's kind of the nice thing about being kind of a kind of a live show is that you know you can if somebody says something to you it's like hey that's not a bad idea let's try it this week and i mean that's kind of the cool thing about it You guys got to get you guys got to get like a logo made. You guys got to get a logo made and some merchandise or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah, something. <laughs> I, I I don't know if you saw or not, Matt uh, or Mike, but uh, Matt just so happened to catch uh, an eleven and a quarter sunfish uh, this last oh, weekend. I saw that. Was that a pumpkin seed? It was a green. Green. sunfish My yeah. lord that thing was a toad well when i saw it at the bottom of the hole i was just kind of like what do i have here and it would i mean it barely fit up the six inch hole so it was just like <laughs> uh, it was yeah it was i think we measured it was six inches tall oh my and, gosh are you getting a replica or i think i think i'm gonna talk to some people and see what what can uh, what i can do because i also caught like a ten and a half inch one later on too so uh, after this, if you want to send me coordinates, I'll be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a giant. We can make that happen. It was a day for us, that's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Well, congratulations on that fish. Well, that's thank the, you. I, I, you may never see, You know, I had a 34-inch walleye caught in my boat this year. I did not catch it. It was caught in my boat. And that's your fish is like that one. That right. You may never see another one that size in your life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a freak of nature. Like, when you looked at it, it was just like, what the hell is that thing? It's like a mutant of something (laughs) here. Yeah, the picture I saw on Facebook, this looked like a mutant fish. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's got four heads. Yeah, Yeah, multiple ones. Then it had a gut, and I only wish we would have had a scale along. I don't think it could swim straight. I'll be honest. Like, I don't think it could. And and that makes sense that it just so happened to run into Matt's lure because there's no way he was jigging good enough to pull that off. <laughs> I was eating they don't, a sandwich. They don't I wasn't get that paying big, attention. They don't get that big by being stupid. Yeah, the first thing I thought was, is that fat bastard of the sunfish world? <laughs> That's yeah. what it looked like. <laughs> what it is, yeah. All right, Mike. Uh, we appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk yeah, at you again you later. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Later. And that was Mike Olson of Fish Addictions TV. And uh, 
one of the members of the bearded uh, buddies on uh, whatever it takes. Yeah, he's going to be out there giving it whatever it takes. That's right. I mean, they, yeah, it, it's going to be fun to follow along with that. Just, you know, in real time, they got to deal with the elements. You know, like you said, we're all kind of... You're wondering what it takes. Yeah, it's kind of like a working man's That's right. Competition. That's that's what I like about it. Right. Regular dudes. That's right. Regular dudes. But uh, who do you who do you think is who's who you picking to win to win it? Well, um, you know, if 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 Mike says that he's going to do the walleyes, if he feels like he's got a leg up on the competition on the walleyes, uh, he kind of mentioned that uh, they weren't afraid to uh, go out to Green Bay. And uh, and um, uh, get after the trout. Um, you know, I guess that's only two species. Uh, you know that he, that he feels strongly about. I think Taylor, um, you know, might do good on on the panfish side. Obviously, uh, you know, they kind of mentioned that, and and uh, um, I don't know. I'd, I'd I'll be honest. I don't know a couple of the other dudes. So I, I'm, I guess I'll secretly probably be rooting for Taylor, uh, you know, right. just, just, uh, because he's the only one that I actually know personally <laughs> that, that I could walk up to and shake his hand. So I'll, I'll, I'll be going for him, but, uh, um, I don't know, you know, Mike, Mike seemed pretty confident too. So I know, um, you know, it, whenever somebody kind of acts confident, especially when they're putting it out on the air for, for thousands of people <laughs> to listen to, you know, there, there, there definitely is, uh. Um, you know, something to go along with that confidence, but, uh, um, I'm sure if we had Taylor on or, or somebody from, uh, uh, one of the other teams, you know, they'd probably say, no, I think we got it. So I don't know. It'll be fun. I, I, I yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go for, with Anthony and Chris. I think that they're going to kind of just sneakily kind of have themselves a good season. Where does Chris live? Sleepy Eye, I believe, or Springfield. He lives Springfield. in Springfield. Yep. Uh, how far away is that? Uh, a couple hours Okay. Two and a half hours. Because he said like he said down by us. So yeah, I was, I was thinking he fishes down in you know the southwest Minnesota area okay. quite often. So okay, huh? Well, whatever. It'll be interesting. We'll uh, we'll let you guys know how it unfolds, and hopefully uh, one of you guys or one of you guys, hopefully uh, you guys also follow along. Uh, go to uh, Fish Addictions. Just type in Fish Addictions on uh, YouTube, and uh, some it's of those right videos there. will pop up, and. Uh, um, yeah, so far there's two of them out. Uh, we didn't do any of the spoilers, but uh, um, there's one where they kind of go over the the rules and whatnot, then uh, get into it, and and now uh, episode two is out. So um, yeah, whatever, go give it a watch, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, definitely. So, all right, Matt, uh, you and I actually got out uh, this last Saturday. Uh, as mentioned before, you got a new PB in the sunfish category. You got a new PB, uh, in, in, uh, second place in the sunfish category. Um, and we had a hell of a lot of fun. Oh man, was it a blast? I mean, it was just the big fish were like the bonus on top of the day. Cause yep. we were catching all kinds of fish, had a bunch of kids out there, you know, showing them how to do it. And they were running around you know, using the Vexilar, using the live scope, just like watching their excitement over that was. It was pretty cool. Like there was, there was at one point in time where, where there was just like randomly eight holes drilled kind of all, you know, 10 yards away from each other. And, and when you would move from hole to hole, you weren't even picking up your Vexilar. 
Yeah. Because there was already yeah. Vexlars just kind yeah. of scattered around. Like, you know, there we was Vex- probably... We were Vexlar hopping instead we were, of hole hopping. We were. Like, each each hole had a Vexlar in it. And uh, so, you know, I'd walk up to a hole and, you know, might be your Vexlar. Then yeah. I'd walk to the next one and, and it was our buddy Osti's uh, Vexlar. And then I'd walk to the next one and it might have been Jake's Vexlar. And, and, you know, then Grady's. And, and then all of a sudden walk over to my live scope and... You'd go to seven holes and and never be on your Vexlar like that. That was a lot of fun. Um, but how, how many how many nine and a half plus inch bluegills do you think that we <laughs> caught that day? I don't know. Was there any that weren't nine and a half? I was going to say there, there was, was there was. I mean, we caught we you catch some smaller ones every once in a while. But how about when I went time, hot? You how? went on a roll and it was just like you were like five seconds, five seconds, and that's what it was. I mean, as soon as as fast as you could get it down there, you were setting the hook and. These weren't small fish. Every single one was over nine. Yeah. Every single one. I wouldn't doubt if every one was pushing closer to 10 than they were to nine. And I probably caught 15 in a row. Yeah. Oh, easily. Every every five seconds. I mean, they're the ones that you'd grab them with your hand and lay them on your hand, and you couldn't see. I mean, they, they, they like, rolled over your hand. Yep. It it was just nuts. How, How proud did it make you feel as a dad to be out there and see Grady and Aubrey? Just doing their own thing. Not only that, but they took those kids under their wings too. So yep. now they were taking everything that you passed on to them. Yep. I mean, it was cool for me to watch because yep. I mean, I've watched you through the years when we go out. You're sitting there with them at the Vexlar, taking the time. Okay, this is a you're like, oh, here one comes. You know, you've taught them how to do it where they can do it on their own now. I mean, they're right. drilling their own holes. Yep. They're you know they're running their own flashers. They're doing all the bait stuff all by themselves. And now all of a sudden, you look over there. And they're they're doing it. Yep, they're teaching the next. They're, the they're next passing ones. it on. Yep. And I just thought, dang, that is just so cool. I mean, they didn't have to. I mean, they could have sat there and just jacked fish. Yep. I mean, Grady would be like, hey, if anybody, hey, you know, he'd call over one of the little kids, be like, hey, come over here once, and then he's over there showing them how to do it and helping him take his fish off. And I just thought that was really neat. Yep. No, I I agree. I I never actually stopped to really think about it, but uh, um, yeah, they were there. There was a lot of young. There was a lot of. I don't know. There was a lot of dang kids five years or younger <laughs> yep. or whatever that, that were out there reeling in fish. And, and sometimes, you know, you were, you were helping somebody catch their first fish and sometimes you were just setting the hook and, and handing it off and yeah. they were reeling one in. It was, it was a lot of fun. God dang it. I like that. I love that place. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. A lot of fun. Special. A lot of fun. And, uh, um, I don't know. We'll, uh, hopefully get out there again, uh, this year and, uh, uh set the hooks again. Um, I don't know to to have a spot like that in Iowa. I know a lot of people, uh, you know, were were commenting on your on your Facebook uh, deal. You know, well, it must be in South Dakota and, uh, and yeah, whatever, and and uh, wasn't South Dakota, wasn't Minnesota. No, nope. it was Iowa. That's right, it was Iowa, and uh, whatever. But uh, no, Matt, uh, I'll just just go through run run us through the program on that eleven and a quarter. What I was using, yeah, uh, I was just using a gold clam drop kick jig with a black uh, Jamie pla- uh, Mac plastic Jamie, and uh, I'd modify it a little bit, take a few of the appendages off of it, off the sides, and just run it down there. Uh, yeah, I think I caught it on Jason Meet- Mitchell meat stick. Okay, twenty four incher with you. There was one of the first fish of the day it was like within the first 15 minutes i was gonna I say caught like you, three before that yep and they were kind of smaller ones the one was like now that i look back at it i caught like an eight incher or like eight or nine incher and i was like hey 
top was sitting right there. I was like, yeah, you know, this is all right. I was like, see, yep. that's what we're talking about here. You know, like you're <laughs> going to catch some big ones here. And all of a sudden, boom, I set the hook and there's like a lot of different fish in there. And, oh, you know, yeah. they got some big like wipers and stuff in there. So yep. like I set the hook and it was just like, it kind of was like, zzit, zzit. and I was like, whoa, I got something big on here. It's like one of those where you pull the transducer right away. So I'm slowly bringing it in and all of a sudden I get it to the bottom of the hole and like, the whole hole fills up, and I and the mouth on this thing was incredible. Right, it was like huge. So it like when I got it turned and it opened up its mouth, I was just like, "Oh my!" Smallmouth bass? No, nope, that's like, a sunfish. I was like, "Oh my!" Like when I pulled it out, I was just like, yep. "Dude!" Yep. <laughs> I was like, "What did I just catch?" No, nope, that was that was nah, crazy. It was it, it's definitely. I mean, I feel honored to be able to go over there and fish that. Yep when we when we're able to and i mean it was one of those days where i almost didn't go with you that day it was one of the i mean i came over here got my hair cut and you're like hey we're running over there if you want to and i was like oh maybe i should go pheasant hunting instead you know because season's just about over yeah you know what i'm gonna go yeah I was like, better go. it was a beautiful day out so it was just like let's do this yeah yep. nope way cool way cool deal so um frozen pizza review pizza, pizza review time. frozen pizza review uh as we mentioned as i mentioned earlier um we got one this week uh um i grabbed it uh pizza corner pizzeria uh, i got the pepperoni pizza uh it says the finest anywhere since 1977 pride of north dakota heavy duty toppings heavy duty toppings well when when you're you, a heavy duty guy that's, so. right, that's exactly right uh professional grade some people put call on me. your work boots to eat this <laughs> that's pizza right. that's right uh you do not you you don't eat that pizza in slacks i'll tell you that for free <laughs> but uh heavy duty toppings when i saw that it was like you know what i think i gotta go for it uh nine dollars 99 cents uh so so that is that's definitely on the higher end of, uh, the you know, that's, the, you know, we're, we're not dealing with Jack's. We're not dealing with, uh, Totino's no, no. we're, we're dealing with, uh, the lots of matzas and the DiGiorno's and, uh, um, you know, premium, premium frozen pizzas. Um, and I'm going to give this, uh, uh, you know, Mike, Mike Olson said it earlier. He, he thought that this has really gone downhill, uh, I, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I talked to, uh, uh, one of our listeners. I I'm hoping that I'm getting this last name right, but I believe it's Hunter took share, took share, something like that. I thought it was to I asked him, Hey, is it your last name to He said, no, it's took share. I think it's took share kind of like I took it, but we're sharing it. Uh-huh. That's kind of fun to say, yeah. but, um, whatever hunters a North Dakota resident, and uh, so he kind of helped me along uh, on this one. He's the one that told me that the company over in uh, Minnesota bought it. He, I believe his exact words were, let me get back here and see. It was a Snapchat, so I bet you, damn it anyways, it deleted. I but I think he said that uh, it used to be an 8.7, and now that they've taken it over, it's a 7.1. All right. Still a respectable score. It, it is. And I'm not going to lie to you, I, un- I unboxed this pizza, not boxed it, I unwrapped it. I took a look at it, and I thought, you know what, this is a damn good looking frozen pizza right, right. here. Like, so, appearance-wise, it came across, it was up there. There was no high. half moons, like where, yep. you know, they're missing, you know, the, they missed it with the sauce. It, it good looking crust, good looking toppings, I'm, I'm kind of liking it. Um, 
I'm going to go with an 8.2. All right. I'm going to go with an 8.2, even even not as good as what it used to be. But uh, I liked it. I thought it had a good crust. I thought the toppings were really good. The only thing that would hold it back is $9.99. Yep. Um, you know, I don't like that as much. But uh, um, I, I, I would say that uh, if, if you got someone over that you're kind of trying to impress, I'd get them. Uh, I'd make sure they're not from North Dakota. Right, right, because they aren't going to be as impressed. <laughs> now, now uh, Hunter did tell me that there's another one up there. Let me find this. Uh, you need to try Johnny B's frozen pizza made in Jamestown, North Dakota. Right. That's what he said. Is the he says that's the ones. So um, I don't know. I we're, we're actually on some Johnny B's. Hunter and I were actually talking maybe about doing a little uh, dirtbag pizza tour. Where right. I just hop in the old Chevy Colorado That's right. one of these days, and I go cruising up through Minnesota because I get I get these messages from people from Minnesota. I get these messages from people from North Dakota. I get these messages from people from out west in South Dakota, Nebraska, Eastern Iowa, all these regional pizzas that, oh, man, you got to try Can only it. get them there. Can only get them there. And... Uh, I mean, right now is the time, guys. If you want to send one, it's pretty cold outside. Yep. I think you can get one all the way here, but uh, otherwise, uh, that's to that's going to be put a bunch of the grizzly coolers coolers in the back of the Colorado and just go cruising. <laughs> just go buying. cruising. Yep. So uh, I'm I'm thinking that uh, I'm thinking that uh, the this pizza did have heavy duty toppings. Pizza corner pizza. I did like the crust. I didn't like the price tag, but eight point two. Final answer. All right, eight two, eight two. I'd I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it. Chances are it won't be my last one. It probably won't be my last one this month. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, good news stories of the week brought to you by our good friends over at Freedom Brew Coffee Shop, Larchwood, Iowa. I think Austy's running it on his own right now because his wife Brianna is down in Florida. Can't get back. We got storms up here. Sioux Falls Airport is shut down. Again. Again. And uh, Brianna's stuck in freaking 80 degree Florida. God dang. That must <laughs> suck. Their daughter danced in that uh, bowl um, that was in Tampa between uh, Mississippi State and Illinois. Oh, all right. Yep, cool. was dancing in that. Uh, That's pretty cool. Was that ReliQuest Bowl or something, something like, like that. that? Yeah, but uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, she danced at halftime or, or something like that. But uh, um, cool deal. But uh, yeah, Freedom Brew Coffee Shop, the absolute best coffee shop, Definitely and they are bringing is. bringing us uh, the good news story of the week. Um, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Steph Lawson on hitting 100 uh, people. Uh, Steph, at the beginning of 2022, uh, set out with a goal to fish with 100 different people uh, throughout the year, and uh, that's really pretty incredible. That's a new person every three, uh, three points, three, three and a half days, really. Right. And uh, um, she did it. And and I, I'd, I'd be curious. Uh, we should probably get Steph on just to, just to talk to her about it. Uh, I believe that she got like 98, 99, and 100 like on the last day of I the year so. and uh i don't know if that was by design or not but uh boy you don't want to get a flat tire on the way there <laughs> damn it anyways no doubt about it and uh i mean it's cool the way she did it too as far as like she'd set up fishing with these people it's not like she was like fishing somewhere and it'll be like hey come over here right it's like right. oh i fish with 20 people today and stuff like that i mean it, it 
It is quite impressive. I mean, yep. most, what number were you? You thirty-seven. You got thirty-seven. Yep. Okay, so might have been the first on. open water trip for her of the year. I think you're like right. That. She came so, down to Spirit, and yeah, I think she came down to get her boat all ready to go or pick it up or something like that. Yep. So, yeah, um, feel privileged to be a part of that. Yeah, and, cool uh, deal. It really is. I mean, it's it's a hell of an accomplishment. Like I said, we some of us only fish with two or three people the whole season, right? <laughs> and then. Well, when you, I mean, when when you probably look across that hundred people, like there's, you know, there's some pretty impressive names on oh, there, and uh, you know, I I know that the Dave Gens of the worlds and and whatnot are all on that list. So uh, um, I know Todd Todd, uh, I think he got one hundred. Yeah. Uh, that Ryan Salemi, um, I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. Uh, I believe he was ninety eight or ninety nine. So um, you know, there's there's some pretty good quality sticks uh, uh, in that hundred. Um, I did not, uh, I didn't, I wasn't able to, to make it, uh, Steph, I, I talked to her twice and the one time when you went and then, uh, I think I had the chance of being like 94, 95, 96 and just didn't work, uh, didn't work this time, but, uh, yeah. hopefully she does it again sometime and I'll bust into the hundred that time. Definitely. So, all, all right. right, yours, mine. Um, well, this is kind of, I don't know if it's tooting my own horn or what here, but, uh, my good news story is the other day. Our head football coach, Curtis Eben, uh sent me an email and tell me congratulations that uh, he put me up for this nomination. And I was fortunate enough to be the two, 2022 Iowa Football Coaches Association Don Tap Memorial Junior High Coach of the Year in 2A. So for I've been doing it for 18 years now. Uh, feel pretty honored to get that award. Uh, coach Jansma, who I currently coach with he won it he was selected in 2019 coach snyder who used to coach he's retired now he won it or he was awarded it years ago so i don't know i feel very honored and uh i love working with the program here the coaches that i do coach lorenzen the former head coach i mean i owe so much to him coach even and just you know, all the kids that I've been privileged to coach them my 18 years, uh, just feel very honored. So, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a cool deal. You know, middle school, uh, athletics, uh, can, can kind of be, uh, you know, the unsung, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, especially right. coaches, you know, they're, you know, when, when you think about coaches, you think about the varsity coaches, but, uh, um, you know, if you don't, uh, if you don't give these kids a good base, you know, through middle school athletics, you know, that that's, it's kind of where it all really begins. And so, uh, um, important deal, uh, you know, just, just cool to, to get stuff like that, uh, every once in a while. And, you know, just kind of, you know, you, you, you don't even realize, you, you know, for you 18 years in, you probably don't even really realize that you're doing it. You know, I mean, right. you, you just, you know, it is what it is. Every year, you know, you get new kids and, you know, and you're excited. Part, to, that's the fun part about it. Yeah. You get a different group and. Every single group, year, you yep. know, you don't have them two right. years in a row like and, a varsity. And each group has its own, you know, own personality. Yep. You yep. know, how you coach the one group is totally different than how you're going to have to, like, get get to, to this group. You know, it, it's just, it's kind of why I enjoy the middle school aspect of it. You know, they don't get sick of me too much. <laughs> I don't yep. get sick of them too much. And yep. it, it's, it's, By the it's, time you are sick of them, you can send them on to, <laughs> to the next grade. They head up to high school. Yep. And, and that's the fun thing, too, is to see them at this age. You know, seventh grade, I get to see them a little bit as seventh graders because we practice together and, you know, yep. 
the big jump they make from seventh to eighth grade year and then after eighth grade then you see them jump to the varsity and then in a few years they're playing it's just kind of cool to see them go and yep. try to encourage them all just to stay out at that age just because you know kids change so much oh yeah i believe I that mean, there's kids that hardly have played you know might not have thought that they played much in middle school that end up being all staters so yep. yeah it's just about sticking with it no doubt no doubt. Uh, all right. Uh, we will call an end to uh, episode 202 with that. Uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, go and give uh, whatever it takes uh, a watch on YouTube. Um, if you haven't, uh, hit the subscribe button, hit a like button, hit whatever the hell you can uh, on your uh, podcast platform. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and we will see you next week on episode 203. Later. Later.